Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon, welcome to the Royal Blue podcast. It's the Thursday pre-Swansea edition. It's Greg O'Keefe joined by Phil Kirkbride, our Everton correspondent, Gavin Buckland and Tony Scott. And obviously we haven't uh, had a chance to gather since um, well the immediate autopsy of the Chelsea game. We've hopefully and thankfully cooled down a bit since then and I think we've had the chance to get it out of our system over the international break. Let's hope the players have too. Um, there's been plenty to keep us talking in that period. And someone who has done a lot of talking is <laughs> not for once Lukaku, but Koeman, and invariably Lukaku has been on the agenda. Um, his comments to Belgian media the early part of the international break obviously caused a storm of sorts. Gav, what did you make of... Uh, well, first of all, you know what he was reported to have said, which was um, if, if Romelu Lukaku were to end his career at Everton... Yeah. Uh, it would have been wasted potential. Now, yeah. he's later clarified it, but just those initial okay. comments, what did you make of that? Um, I thought, I think what you need to bear in mind, he was, he was talking to a Belgian newspaper about one of Belgium's star players, wasn't he, for the, for the start? So, I think that's a slightly different context than sitting in the press conference to, uh, you know, saying saying the same thing. That's what I, that, that's my first take on it. Uh, I thought, um, it was, you know, I, 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 I viewed it as a G-up, to Lukaku to say, listen, mate, if you if you want to you know if you want to move to a bigger club like you're talking, and you don't come bigger than Barcelona, then actually you know um, you need to to improve. If you don't improve, then actually your boundaries of your career may just be ourselves, or maybe a little bit more a step up. So I think it was you used as a motivational tool for Lukaku. Uh, he spoke in last night again about publicly criticising players or comments on players' performance. And I, I viewed it in, in that context that he's saying to Lukaku, if you want to, you know, if you want your dream move, then, you know, you're going to have to work for it. I, I, I can totally understand where Ronald Koeman was coming from. Blunt, honest, and not in that Novavitonian doesn't... I think it, would, I, it didn't shock me that he said it. And it's, it, everyone knows that if Ronald... If, um, Romelu Lukaku stays at Everton, then it will be a waste of his career because we can't, if we can't give him Champions League football to say the least, then obviously he's going to be going anyway. I think, I think it got, you know, invariably when these things get get spun in the national media, and a lot of the headlines were saying, uh, Kuman tells Lukaku to leave, and I think when he said to fill on the rest of the pack and, and the media there at Fringe Farm today, the head he'd been misquoted. I think that's what he meant. He, he obviously wasn't saying Lukaku should leave. Yeah. However, what me and Phil were talking about last week in yeah. the debate piece we were doing, and I let Phil speak for himself, was that whether or not, no matter what context it meant in, he should have said that about you know Everton right now, and Lukaku, and I, I think I've made it clear my position is as Everton manager, he should have thought twice before saying. But why is that? Because he's Everton manager, isn't he? Just being honest. 
Would you rather him like like we had a manager last season that just told basically a pack of lies? He what? He told a pack of lies. No, he told a pack of lies, and now we've got a manager who's totally honest. So you you're not going to get the middle ground. He ever told a few that he's, he's saying honest things. And then they were bluffed last year with Roberto Martinez. So what do you want? I think what I want is not not even the middle ground because I applaud his honesty in almost all aspects. Mm. But as the highly paid manager of a football club, but that's putting the money aside. Actually, yeah. just as the manager of a football club, he shouldn't say anything publicly that undermines the club. Now he could say a lot of things about Everton, couldn't he? If it was his honest opinion. But you might turn out. Should he really be saying that? Well, what's the difference? Between... It damages. Does it not damage? I mean, in terms of Lukaku and the rest of the squad or recruiting players in January, for example, if they're thinking, why should I go to Everton if the manager's saying the star player yeah. well, is, is already outgrown? Well, if there's a team at mid-table, which probably Everton around about from six to eleventh, I'd say, if there's a star man in that team, the manager is always going to big them up. Say, eat this lads, we'll go on to play for Barcelona one day. I've got no it issue. All the time. I've got no issue with them bigging him up. What I have got an issue with him saying that he's effectively too good for Everton. Is he putting pressure on the boards to deliver signings to keep Malcolm, to keep Romelu Lukaku? Maybe. I, look, you, you, you never want to hear an Everton manager bang on about it. I think if Ronald made a habit of, of saying Lukaku would be wasted his potential if he stayed, I, mean, I, I totally appreciate that. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't like him reading it, but um, with Tony in, in, in the honesty sense, and I think. He's talking about Barcelona here. That was the reference, wasn't it? It was mm. Barcelona. Barcelona start every season expecting to win La Liga and expecting to win the Champions League. <laughs> Unfortunately, Everton are not in a position where they can offer that level of um, sort of immediate ambition. So I think if he, if somebody had said to him, Ronald, you know, would, would Lukaku be wasting his potential if he didn't go to Spurs or he didn't go to Arsenal? I yeah. think then you might be going, well, hang on a minute, if you'd have given the same response. But for me, because the reference, that was the key part, because the reference was Barcelona, <laughs> as it stands, they're in a different ball game to Everton. Where they play, how they play, what they're, at the very start of the season, what they strive to achieve and what they think is realistic. Until Everton can get back to that level, unfortunately, I, I, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the uncomfortable truth, but we all know it. Everton aren't in that position to compete. But no, that, for me, Ronald saying that doesn't undermine his ambition for Everton, doesn't doesn't make him less determined to return Everton to Champions League football and all that. I just think he's being honest. But I totally appreciate it's not yeah. something you want to hear. And I appreciate why, you know, that your side of the argument, Greg, and you send a manager and Everton manager shouldn't be speaking like that. I do, I do does, understand that. Does anybody know what the question he was asked was? That's a good that, question. That, that's that's the thing, you know. It could be what do you think uh, is the. It could be like what. Where do you think Ron Lukaku will end his career? You know, or something like what's his capability? So that, that's what, you know. When it was the same with the Liverpool thing, wasn't it? The, 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 you know, it depends what the question was. He was told about Liverpool. He said, "How do you see the league going on?" He says, yeah. "Wide open. Liverpool come in. Arsenal come in. Chelsea." Come. And he named all five or six yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. So and then it got twisted. Obviously, see. Cumans tipping Liverpool for the title. He never, he said, let's open. Liverpool can win it. Obviously, they can win at the top of the league. We ain't telling lies. Yeah. The, the, the point about this is, is far too much attention paid to what people say outside of, you know, and do, as we've seen with, with the way and anything at the weekend. Um, people say and do, and not what they should be doing, which is like coaching teams. And like, I'm more interested in this fortnight, not what Ronald's saying, more about like, how are we going to come back from Chelsea? Mm. 
how are we going to structure the defence? We've got Gareth, Barry missing at the weekend, which yeah. we'll come to later. Is that's what and, and, and also bring signings in January but the cup. That's what I want them to see him do. I, and and people should look at that and comment on that. It's only what I still got though, wasn't yeah, it? But you can't help the, the questions. To me, to me the the they'll appreciate both sides of the argument. There's far too much attention of it. I know it's been an international break which hasn't helped, but do we collectively pay far too much attention to it? And actually what we should be focusing on is actually Ronald. Can he get defence sorted? Can he get the keeper sorted? And that's what I think. That's what I'm interested in as yeah. a manager. Not whether he thinks that Liverpool yeah, are going to win the title right, or whatever, it, you know. It, it felt, it was given perhaps undue prominence, maybe, it's another argument, isn't it? But it was given significant prominence, probably because of the timing, as you say, that didn't didn't help in that respect. It didn't. It wasn't It wasn't one day's back page and then it, it blew over because there was yeah. something else on the agenda. It was... It was the big news for a few I mean, days, wasn't it? At least. How how would you used to say in the early eighties that Liverpool were the benchmark, you know, to 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 match, and that Everton had to, to match them. Was uh, anything happened? Did any fans go? Was the well, no, because because it's, it's, things have moved on, haven't they? Like you know, that that sort of have you know, it becomes it comes in like an elephant in the room, doesn't it, for Everton fans to me? And actually, we need to move away from that. I mean, that's what I think. That's what the Mercerian, I think, probably came trying to do that by saying we want to be part of the Northwest of football. We don't want to be part of the Merseyside football. We want to be part mm-hmm. of the Northwest. Our rivals aren't Liverpool. Our mm-hmm. rivals are Liverpool, Man United, Man City, and that's yeah. what we're try- trying to catch up with. And, and I just think that there's far too much said. Oh, we can't talk about Liverpool, of course you can. In yeah, that, in that yeah. context, mm-hmm. you just you, you can't you, you can't avoid it, and by you can't have that hang up. And that, that's. A, and people speak about the, the burden of history, don't they? And, and, and you need to move away from having hang-ups about them type of things and just move on. And I think that that's what that's what Mishiri particularly wants to try and do, is to see us part of a bigger group of clubs and not, not our ambition just to be bigger than the team across Stanley Park. Yeah, I don't think Ronald certainly, you know, the way the Dutch are about football and their mentality and things... and. If you if you set your ambition to, to be the best team in the country, you can't ignore one of the teams just because you don't want to speak about them. Yeah. Right. Well, who currently who are the who are the best team in the league this season? You know, on position mm-hmm. Liverpool. So that's that's the benchmark, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I know it's difficult and it, and it can be uncomfortable sometimes and hearing things like that. But that's just I think that's just him. That's the Dutch way, and that's the kind of maybe that's what we haven't had in the respect of. A manager willing to kind of just accept that well, that's that's what it is. That's the benchmark. That's that's what we've got to aim yeah, for. And, and that's the benefit of like we said in the summer that one of the, I you know I said that Cumin is slightly different to all the others people who we probably employed as players managers. That it's a, it's a step down from Tim compared to the peak of his career, you know. And I think as a consequence of that, I'm very strong manager. Say for because he's done. He, he he still to me seems like an outsider looking in mm. and commenting on that basis. Um, um, when in terms of the history of the club and and its place in English football, not necessarily like the way he coaches the teams, but in the, in the context of Everton, and I think that 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 sort of drives some of these these comments that they make, and and and, and I've not got a problem with that I myself. Th- I think you raise a really valid point there, Gab, because I think um, it is at the moment. I think I suppose part of my disgruntlement and feeling that he's being a bit naive and needs to. I don't know, just, it just alters the way he talks about everything. It, it does feel like an outsider talking about the club. Someone who's maybe been contracted into a bit of work for 18 months. It doesn't work, been three months. Doesn't, hold on, doesn't work for that company. But is actually, you know, spending a bit of time there, you know, doing his badges or something. It doesn't feel to me. Now, I don't want to hear false platitudes or Martinez coming out with all sorts of trying to really associate with Evertonians in a cringeworthy sense. Mm-hmm. Because... 
Koeman isn't wasn't born a blue the same way that you know that Roberto Martinez wasn't, and actually neither was Howard Kendall. No, Howard was but there, no. it, for me, it, it's a little bit of a state of mind. I think Koeman has to be careful, given it's already been hinted strongly, and I think he might have exceeded to. And fair enough that he wants to. The pinnacle of his career would be Barcelona. I think it was unwise to answer that question. I would have perfectly, as a journalist who gets frustrated as more than anyone when managers and players don't ask, don't answer questions properly. So I hold my hands up at the uh, hip- hypocrisy, if you like. He might have just been wise as saying, well, in this instance, you know, I want Lukaku to go with the... Basically what he said today, yeah. but from the outset. And the only other thing I'd say about that is, with the Liverpool stuff, I've got absolutely no, co- no. no problem with him talking about Liverpool at all. Yeah. Um, but Liverpool did remind me, what would you think, so what would it have been like if Klopp had come out and said that about Coutinho? You know, if he stays at Liverpool, if he stays at Liverpool by the end of his career, he will have, he will have not. I think Liverpool fans, bluntly and being honest, know that Coutinho will probably go to Barcelona anyway. But do they? And even hear, if Klopp says it, would they want to hear that from Jurgen Klopp? Brendan Rodgers. Did Brendan Rodgers want to say about Luis Suarez? He will go on to play for the, one of the best clubs in the world. See, so I don't see a difference. I think every manager must say the same when they get a player of that quality. They must say the same. And if asked the question. Do you, do you think Romelu Lukaku will go on to play for Real Madrid or Barcelona? Obviously, he's going to be honest. Well, there's a, there's a side issue which we haven't really gone into, but Neville Southall hints at it today. Lukaku, for me, don't get me wrong, he's a, he's a world-class centre-forward, mm. but he's nowhere near the league of Luis Suarez yet. Not yet. He's got a lot of improvement to do. I, I was going to, yeah, I, was, I don't know what you think, but where do you think Lukaku is then on this sort of, like, journey, journey in terms of where he stands? Because Ronald, again, was... Again, was really positive about him last night, wasn't he? With the interview with Lineker saying, can't fault his finishing and all that type yeah. of thing. Where I can't. Yeah, but, but, yeah well, I was going to come to that. Where do you think Feli yeah. is? Yeah. He's oh, one of the best think, finishers in the country. I think we're the best place to answer that question at the end of this season. I think we've seen improvements, haven't we? Not only in terms of tangible, but perhaps people disagree, but all-round play, I think. I think Koeman will, will, will finish this season looking at Romelu as a better all-round striker. Is he ready to move on? Well, we'll see potentially, but not. You know, we don't want want to lose him. But I think, yeah, I guess in the development of of, of top players, is he really going to be able to say he's the best striker in the world playing at Everton? Was Luis Suarez, Luis Suarez the best striker in the world at Liverpool? But did he go on to become that at Barcelona? Probably. Yeah. If, you think, if you think about it, exclusively on Madrid and Barcelona, Romelu Lukaku will get into nearly every single team in Europe. Well, them too. I think that's where he's at right now. Mm. Why, why haven't City even sniffed about him? Because they haven't. You used to say they are not. Well, not going to Chelsea. Chelsea did. But would he get in Chelsea? Would he get it? Had a cost I'll tell you why. Yeah, I'll tell you why City haven't made a very public play for him because he, he's not good enough to play in in a Guardiola team the way he wants. Yeah. Players. Yet. No, well, but the way Guardiola it, wants to play. But I just don't it, forget Guardiola's the one who's yeah. chasing Aguero. Go on, Greg's, yeah. Greg's point that. Before you said that you didn't necessarily agree what Ronald was saying about his finishing last night. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. just thinking back to the penalty at Wembley last season. Key misses, you know, admittedly from the spot, but key points during his Everton career. Don't get me wrong, he, you know, he's he's won us so many points, and to score the amount of goals he did last yeah. season was fantastic. We've been how long we waited for a striker who can do that, but he's missed goals in in key games as well. And yes, the burden is unfairly too much on his shoulders. Yeah, Cumin should have done something about that in the summer. Has to do something about it in January. But for me, he's been guilty of killing. Best striker I've seen in Everton. Go on, no, go on, then name one better. Well, well, Dixie Dean was no, probably no, he's seen. He's seen. You can remember Graham Sharp when we were kids. Yeah. Just about. 
vaguely on, on the, the tail end of his career. Vaguely. Go on, name me a better striker than Romelu Lukaku since you've been going to watch Everton. Gone silent there. Yeah, but that's I'm not just the trying to thank you very much. That's not, well, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. No. How good he is. Yeah. How good he is. Well, and he's only 24. Yeah, isn't yeah no. Right. Yeah. 23. That's how good he is. Yeah, we're not, nobody's disputing that he's not, not a good striker. What what the debate is here is how could, could he be? And we've cited, like, sort of Greg like saying about Man City, feel the same way to the end of the year. And I'm collectively, collectively saying he's by no means near the finished article, which is, which is a good thing. Yeah. What, what, for me, if you and this came up in the European Championships in the summer, is I think his movement's still not great in the penalty area. I still think he takes up, I, you know, his positional sense in terms of making space for himself, yeah. like, say, Guerrero does at City. Yeah. In tight, when they came against the really top, like they played Italy, didn't they? Against really top defenders. Right. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I think he needs to improve that. I think, you know, Ronald last night talked about his work rate and stuff like this. And, and the role of this like has changed, as we all know. It's not just about goal scoring now. Yeah. This, it's the, it's yeah. the Guardiola effect, isn't it? As much sense Is you need to be able to be not necessarily a great goal scorer, but play as part of the team yeah. and, 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 you know, um, link up play and things. So he's by nowhere neat near that level and so that says either if he does reach that level it will be fantastic but but more so can he is is what you're seeing from now really what he's going to be like as a, as a player well as i said i think i think certainly since he came yeah on loan i think he's improved every yeah. season so yeah, i would say totally agree history would suggest he's only going in one direction that, yeah, yeah yeah i mean totally do, the other thing as well about this debate about He's been here, Lukaku, four years at the end of the season, which yeah. is quite a big chunk out of it. As you say, Tony, a top striker's career, isn't it? It's not as if he just arrived last summer. No, that's he's true. Been four years uh-huh. at, at Everton is quite a coup for Everton for somebody who, who's um, you know yeah. valued obviously by you know as, as a is coveted by by mm. top clubs. So it's a bit of a coup for us. Mm. Would you be surprised? Would you, sorry, God, would you be surprised if he's at Everton starting next season? Surprised? Uh, good question. Uh, I would be. Yes, be but yeah. I, I can't say. I think he'd well gone in the summer. Well gone. Depends where you know if if we do by some unusual circumstance between now and May, end up maybe finishing the top five or he's have to get fourth. Win the trophy. Yeah, I think he's have to get fourth. Yeah, I do. That would be my my yeah. That's how good he is, and that, I think that's where his next yeah. step is to the Champions I League. I think club. that changes his mind for another season, doesn't it? Yeah, Champions League football. Yeah. I mean, he's only look. He's only had. How many, how many seasons has he had in the Europa League football? One with Everton and he played in the Super Cup final with Chelsea and didn't play. So yeah. he's only had one season in Europe. So would Europa League tempt him to stay? Most one of Cumin's quotes, he says, he's one of the best strikers I've managed and I've won another play yeah, against he, as well. As yeah. Today. Well, we, we, we know that. I just wonder sometimes about his development over the next three or four splitting years. Splitting ears, aren't no, you, no, Gavin? No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, he's, he's been with, with us four years. If you get ten years at the top, He's already had four of them ten years, hasn't he? I'll tell you what, we did great getting me and O'Reilly on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's lost weight. Italian accent, yeah. 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 Italian accent needs a bit of work. Yeah. Um, wish he has his money. He's all taken a drop out of his PayPal. Well, what about Cumin in general? Then let's expand it. The honesty. He was on the um, Premier League show with Gary Lineker last night. Yeah, last night. Yeah. And he was talking about um, you know the players are going to have to get used to his honesty. The fact that he will be very critical. At times, and then we've seen that with you know early doors, Morales and De La Feu, mm. um, Robles. He kind of had a bit of a bar at him and said he needs players who want to be able to fight for their place. Um, 
and obviously, you know, it, it has it, it's proven to be a trait of his that, that's going to continue. Um, Ross Barkley may or may not have worked with him, but we'll have to just wait and see. What do you make of that, Phil? Do you think, you know, is that a good thing? Yeah. It's not going to change. Love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. Breath of fresh air. I think if you're a proper player, you'll like it as well. I think you'll respond to it. I don't think you'll go, how dare he? I'm Premier League football. How dare he speak to me like this? It's it's uh, his his mentality and his and his outlook that criticism is essential. He's he's cutting the wheat from the chaff. Is mm. what will take Everton forward. There's no pussyfooting around anymore. There's no no players in that team going. My place is safe because even if I have a stinker, he loves me. This guy. I'm yeah. playing week in. No chance. I th- I think it's really really refreshing after the last season. I think there was displays last season when we seen Ross Barkley and he was stinking the gaff out and Martinez would come in and he'd say Ross Barkley was outstanding okay. off the ball he was great on the ball and you'd sit there and you go I'm not having him I'm not having him now what did that do for Ross's confidence stinking the gaff out and being told how good he played yeah now there's a manager that comes in and says you know what I'm going to show you the videos there where you've gone wrong what more and that's it, what you want. That's what, what you want. But what maybe perhaps more sort of pertinently, what did it do to the to the feeling in the terraces? Oh, just drain the light out of them. I think that's what made it work. That's what every fan I spoke to that's Phil, what I mean, after I the matches. I hate coming the match. It's a chore coming the match. Because it drained the life out of the stadium. I think that was the bigger and more concerning impact was how it made supporters feel. Because yeah. when going when, it, when the going got tough, I think people not quickly. I'm not saying this, but I think. I think this degree of sympathy dissolved quite rapidly after January because of yeah. that outlook. Yeah. But I think if you found Koeman in a similar situation, which I don't think will happen, but say he did find himself in a similar situation and run results, but he was being absolutely honest about the situation, people would go... Fair play. Yeah. yeah. Okay, look, if results are results at the end of the day, but there would be definitely far more empathy towards him if he was being honest about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, like, say the Barkley thing, he, he doesn't send his... Criticising that 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 say he said you know as well Ross is a great great player. I can't remember it. the quote quotes but yeah. this is what he needs to do and it's also I also think that he's quite smart so his default option sometimes when you think he's going to criticise he doesn't like I thought after the Chelsea game which was an opportunity to absolutely give everybody a rollicking he didn't you know publicly at least you know it was quite a you know short press conference yeah but but. Known for well that actually they're all going on an international break for two weeks, and I don't want to let sort of sour everybody going away for two weeks. And the last thing they've done is given everybody a public rollick. And Someone are only coming back tomorrow, yeah, to, to train. So, yeah. like, I think he left it, you know, mm-hmm. so it might have left it in the dressing room, but publicly, it, yeah. publicly, mm-hmm. he didn't because he didn't want to sort of think players going away happy, he's been slagged off publicly by a man, and then he's due. And, and they might give an interview to the press, yeah. <laughs> accused of being misquoted, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was quite smart. You know, um, yeah, I so think he's I th- cute with it. I, I think, think he's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Neil Warnock type of those are great videos. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just shouting for shouting. Yeah, teacups going yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So, so I think I, I think we all, we all agree that yeah. it's, it's yeah. Uh, if done in if done in the right way, the right time, in the right manner. I think I think it's fine. I think it's welcome. He's admitted looking forward to January. You know, we will bring players in. Was something that he's you know he's confirmed. But Memphis Depay looks like. He is one certainly a player that that Cumin is interested in. We reported it last week. Um, what do we make of the pie as a potential addition for January? Well, we've obviously got a shortage of wingers at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shortage of quality wingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a problem with it. To be honest with you, I think it's. But, but but again, it goes back to what we were talking. I can't remember we were talking about a couple. Of, depends what what else is on offer in January as well, doesn't it? Not to say yeah, we'll have him. It depends what other other players fill. I think, I th- I think the key the, the key with Memphis Depay is Ronald wanted him before, yeah. didn't he? So, so this isn't this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just a oh he's suddenly become available because he's not getting the team at United. Right, let's buy him. He he knows full well, doesn't he? He knows full well what he can do. Um, and if Cumin wants him, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I totally agree with the lads. This is a this is a kid who is. Liverpool, Liverpool and Manchester United. Liverpool were willing really to pay like 20, what is he 25, 25 million. They were willing to go for him. Yeah, he's had he's had a tough tough play for Man U, but he's, he's got bags of ability. He's don't get sold for 25, 30 million at a young age, and you haven't got that ability. What's the alternative? Tom Cleverley on the left wing. Yeah. It's I, th- no brainer. I think also it's worth putting on record. Let me say when Cumin says like he tried to buy, it's not sort of something that was done behind closed doors. Like he's just saying that to appease people. He actually told the media didn't he in, yeah, in, yeah. in, in yeah. Southampton yeah, in 2015 he started to buy him the year before hadn't he yeah. when, and it got told he, uh, he was going to stay there in Holland for another year so it's not something he's just doing to say oh yeah you know it's, it's, people. In, it's interesting as well on the back of we ran those we think we spoke about them on the podcast about Ronald sort of questioning the Dutch player mm. and saying strongly hinting that he might not go in for too many Dutch players because mm. so obviously if he he's publicly now saying he wants Memphis obviously he Memphis must be an exception to that rule so he must yeah. have the physique he must have the mentality that you know that... I think he's got it physically definitely I think interestingly as well there's been question marks about his attitude but from who I've spoken to about the way he's conducted himself at Old Trafford particularly the last sort of 12 months they've been really impressed with his attitude his mentality he's won the hardest working in training and then for whatever reason it, and it happens with players and managers Especially under Mourinho, I was going to say Joe. That's what mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. It just isn't happening for him. He's not getting in the team, and I think obviously he. It, I get the impression he wants to be playing football, and let's hope it's a move that can come off. Whether or not, you know, there's going to be other clubs in for him. We know that Lazio and Roma are interested. Um, let's hope Everton gets to the front of the queue because I think if you can get that player the form he showed at PSV, and yeah. has shown in patches for Holland, he's that's the he's the main man. And also, just speaking about that, Memphis isn't alone in being. Frozen out, is he by Jose? Carrick was for a long time. Mm. Mkhitaryan stuff. Mkhitaryan, yeah. Schweinsteiger. Good uh, defenders are, aren't they? Phil Jones is one as well. Players who you would oh. say, well, good players. I mean, oh. what's going on? So, Martial. I, I think you know. I don't think you can read too much into the fact that Jose has has turned his back on him in that respect. Would he be a big name player that Moshiri was once? Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I was just—I don't think he'd be like the Mar. <laughs> We're getting to Marquis again, no, it's that time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think maybe he's like of that level whereby the footballing world takes we notice. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but I certainly think he'd be a, quali- a quality yeah. addition and a, mm. a symbol of intent. Well, would there be a loan deal first? You think, or that's been talked about? I don't know. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I'm not sure if there's if there's been any any ruling out yeah. of anything stronger. Uh, we initially understood it would be. You know, possibly alone, but you know, who's to say it wouldn't be? Maybe that they try and go for something else. But definitely, Cumin going public is a big, a big sign that he wants it done seriously. Are you, are you reading anything into why Ronald Cumin's becoming so public into the players that he wants? Rooney, well, to pay. He's he's shouting names. I out, think isn't I, th- he? I think Rooney. There's subtle differences between his public declarations on Rooney and Depay. Depay is I'm interested in the player and I would like him basically. Mm. And that I wrote a piece in the week saying that for me was a firm message to the board. I've gone public with this target because we failed on deadline day. 
and I'm now telling every Evertonian that if we yeah. don't get him again, it's not, you know, we've, you know, it's the challenge for you now. Everybody yeah. knows we want him. He's clearly target number one. You've and what about the Rooney situation then? Ro- Rooney's slightly different. I think he said if, if you know, he's well for a start. He's not he's not available, is he? At the minute, I don't think. From what I can gather, I don't think he'd be available in January. So I don't think. I think if in the summer, yeah. it was a possibility. He obviously Cumin obviously thinks right. We can actually get the pie. The challenge to Farhad, Steve Walsh, whoever, mm. get me the player. I'm telling every Evertonian that I want him as well. Yeah. So that all all eyes are on you. Yeah, yeah I think the I think the way to use with Rooney for the call was something along the lines of uh, it's nice to have an opportunity to yeah. to, to sign him. It doesn't necessarily mean we are, but it's just like if he was on the mark, it's nice we've got an opportunity to sign him. But I've got an opportunity to sign him. But you know, it's just uh, throwing a piano as well. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there the, there is like two completely different statements there from Kuhn, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Be, be interesting to just you know, we've touched on, on Rooney quite a bit in the last few weeks we won't labour the point but you wonder how much what's happened this week would maybe make him think of the MLS and a, a clean break from the UK certainly I think if I was him I'd think sod this I'd just you know that some of the national tabloids just appear to have it in for him but do you think by coming back to Everton would none of that change it might change you get a, it, it sort of relax and uh, the shackles will be off and he wouldn't like be treated like he'd be, he'd be able to walk around town again, wouldn't he? And walk around Liverpool, one and go shopping, and whatnot. And he wouldn't be he wouldn't be hard pressed as what he is now because he's because he's at Manchester United. I think that's part and parcel of it. If he comes to Everton, I think the shackles would be off a bit. I, I don't know. Sure. I just think he's Rooney. It's Rooney's Rooney, whoever he's placed for. Unfortunately, I think. feel sorry for him. Yeah, can't no. have a pint, Gav. I know, but but it is. It, it, it's linked with the human thing, isn't it? Same before about comments about the attention paid to people. I'll go back to what really what I said at the time. I don't think he's good enough to play for Everton where we want to go for the next two years. What Ronald mentioned last night about aspirations over the next two seasons. Do you want a player who's really best years behind him, using the 10-year rule? Uh, um, as, as an example, he's had, what, 10, 12 years at the top, maybe a little bit longer. Um, it's better than what we've got though Gavin but, he ends but, off. but there's other players out there who hopefully will be better than what we've got mm. that we've got money to buy and that's the point you read you know setting aside the emotional attachment no. then I, I doesn't make any sense to me but if you know. can't get them other players like he did in the summer he's hard to get obviously well, Gabby I, I, think, I, think, I think there'll be a far more intense in planning and time you know, as we've seen this week what Steve Walsh was saying around around that recruitment Um just, just, uh, sorry, just on. Sorry, just coming to me there, just quickly on Tony's point about could Rooney come to Everton and fear and be more relaxed. Mm. Just thinking there, what Ronald said about where he lives, mm. and he said as manager of the football club, I can't really live in Liverpool. Irwin lives in the centre. Mm. I don't think Klutenberg lives in the centre, but even Ronald saying he couldn't live in Liverpool and go out for a meal and stuff. So would Rooney be able to do that? True. I don't know. Interesting, isn't it? Just to touch again on what happened. Obviously, he's been in the headlines all week. He was picked, photographed by a member of a party, a wedding party, who'd invited him in. He was photographed having a drink in the, in the England team hotel after the uh, the Scotland game. I, I can't repeat my thoughts for the member of the wedding party who sold the picture. I think that just is the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. To, to invite someone in and for him to have the good grace to go and have a laugh with them and spend time with them, and I think the fact that he had his tracksuit on suggests he did that in good faith. But anyway, I won't get on my, my soapbox about that. Is it interesting that our captains got away seemingly scot-free with this? I mean, the fact that he never, the fact that he never had, well, the fact that he never had red wine-stained lips and looked a bit bleary eyes in the picture. 
Was our skipper not? But what's in the bar at five a.m. by going for a pint? Well, I completely agree with you. Yeah. But I suppose the issue being is he's England captain. He's on England duty, and I'm only saying what yeah. what some of the, the the idiots, in my opinion, yeah, are yeah. saying. You know, it's during an England camp. He's representing England because he's got his club stuff on. Uh, sorry, his, his international tracksuit on. And there was a game. You know, there was an imminent fixture. Now. For me, all that applies to Jags too. I'm not. So I don't, why, was don't okay, why, why was it okay for the FA in the 1990s and the 1990 World Cup for the players to go up boozing during World Cup games? But, well, I'm not sure they did, but they did. Not, <laughs> the, the 1990, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I know what you're saying, but they had the, the Hong Kong thing in '96. I think you probably. You're on '96 as well, and that's a shit. Yeah, but that was but that was before the, the that. that was before the tournament started, and the world's moved on. Place fitness has moved on in that time. Well, Social media, and all, the whole host of things have changed. What I would say about the Jags thing, and the point was raised in on this week, is bear in mind we've spoken quite a bit about Jags struggling a little bit for form at the moment. So Jags may say like actually, you know. I don't want to play for England anymore. It'd be best to save. <sighs> you know, rather than going away for the last fortnight away yeah. and getting what ten minutes or twenty minutes at the end of a first game, be better best to save, not playing. Maybe, play you could, maybe you could say I need the fitness. I had that thought, Gav. Though when I, I, what, I turned on late for the Spain game, I saw him come on, and he didn't really have the best twenty minutes, did he? I just thought it's it's t- must be such a difficult decision for somebody like Jags who loves playing for England, and we know that. But you're just going. You're wasting your time now. You know, does Gareth Southgate does he see him as being the future of England's defence for the next tournament? Probably not. If definitely not. Does Jags? I think he's kind of admitted it in a piece with the Sunday Echo, didn't he? That he it might be it might be time up. You know, Big Sam didn't want him. Obviously, Gareth's in now. Does he think I can prolong my career at Everton for another two or three seasons under Coombe and this this team can finally go somewhere? This team I've given so much to, captained. Blood, sweat, tears, played through injuries, played through the pain barrier, you know, played in some average yeah. teams. Yeah. I could be part of a squad that actually goes and achieves something. At 34, 35, do I have to do, do I have to look at Gareth Barry, who seems to be the, the, the pin-up boy for everything at Everton, doesn't he? And just go, I can't, I can't do yeah. it. To be honest, he's lucky to be getting in an Everton shirt at the moment. Well, but that's, that, that's the point, isn't it? It's like it's to avoid the distractions that maximises his, his sort of like commitment to Everton and his fit. Because Ronald said the other week about his fitness needing to maybe choose games. Well, if that's the case, why do you need to go on international duty for two weeks after we've lost 5 0 at Chelsea? Wouldn't we be better saved there just having a bit of an R and R and maybe. Chilling out, really a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fish, I'm not necessarily the <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. In footballing terms, a bit of a bit of a rest, you know. I, I think so. And, and and I just thought it was something that. Why well, you want to want to play for England against Spain and Scotland, and then go on with a jolly with the lads? Why <laughs> <laughs> not? Think yourself. Serious point though. He, he sat on the bench, freezing yeah. cold night on Tuesday, yeah. probably. Yeah. D- doing nothing for 80 minutes or whatever, it's, it's, you know. You can be thinking there. It, it's well worth recording that he's now got more England caps than the other Everton players. Absolutely. Well, that, there you go. Maybe that, it's you know. a great time for him to say, you know yeah. what? There you go. But not a decision for us to make. <laughs> Obviously, we've got Swansea on, on Saturday and a chance to, like I said, at the top of the programme, get Chelsea in that very, very difficult afternoon out of our system. We'll all be there, uh, lads. What do we think? First of all, Swansea, in my mind, pessimistic mindset now, which I'm starting to keep back towards after. It likes a Burnley and, and and then what happened to Stamford Bridge? Are they a banana skin because because they haven't won and because they're looking shaky or should we just be battering them at home and not being worried? What put me right here, lads? Go on, Gav. 
Well, mate. Yeah, because you're the man on the, on the fine. Fine at the moment. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you want to red wine, lads? I'll carry on. Do you want to be my agent? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at the record last 10 games in the Premier League, lost 8 through 2. Um, you've got to say, if you don't win this game at home in the yeah. current circumstances, then there's, there's, there's some. And don't quote, quote that on Monday when we, have, <laughs> we look at the game. But if it, it's a game that we've got to win, and it, everything the signs are there, we should win it. Then I think it's uh, Saturday. Ronald said something really interesting in the top table press conference today. He was speaking about um, Swansea's formation against United, and how it went four four two, and then it went four two three one. But what he did says is they like to play out from the back. Now for me, that's the challenge. If they like to play out from the back. Right, wrong, right, Yannick, right, whoever's going to play up, Ross, Morales, whoever. Right, this is your chance to show me you can press correctly. Because if you do, you put the bejeebas up to them and win this game easily. But what makes you think that they're going to do that for one game when they haven't been doing it all season? Well, Ronald seems to think that's how they play. They yeah. like to play out the back. No, I mean the Everton. Oh, right, Morales, well, I'm saying that's... Delefay sorry, Barkley um, to press. Well, but this is the... You know, he's a, he can't change it between now and until January, can he? Yeah. It's the same players. He's going to have to keep challenging them and... and but I, for me, this would be the perfect chance to show that they can actually tr- maybe try and do it. Must deflate Kuma, must it, when he's asking the same players to do the same job, and yet they don't do it every single week. He must go, what? I can't do much more. Well, he can do, because he obviously needs to do much more. That's but why he's I asking them to do it, and they're not doing it, Gavin. I think, I think the feeling is, he, he, I think he's got a degree of sympathy, I say degree, of sympathy because they were so set in the previous ways. What was it now, five and a half months? Mm-hmm. Now you might. I think that's long enough, but you know, I think I think he's. I think he's trying to be even-handed with it, as well as maybe being quite critical. I think he's. I think they've been ingrained in a in a way of playing for three seasons that it just is the polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, it is, you isn't know? it? Um, I think we've we've just got to be turning over Swansea. I mean, we, at home, I think Evan did quite good at home. We're unbeaten at home, aren't we? And that's the thing. It's been it's yeah. been good at home, home form, hasn't it? So in terms terms of the team, then you've had some. Pick eleven. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, a couple of players that hopefully back. Good news: Claxon, Baines, McCarthy, yeah. fit. Yeah. No Gazbaz, which is a blow. So, what was you saying McCarthy and Guy centre midfield? <sighs> oh, interesting. Or oh, Tom Davis. Or oh, Tom Cleverly. No. Silence. Is <laughs> <laughs> no. it? Um, it's a game. We spoke about. Swansea's shortcomings is it a game to try Tom Davis I think it is I think it's perfect Swansea aren't going to get the foot in there's no bruises in the middle of the midfield is there the, who the they play game. Cork will he be midfield Cork yeah and, um, is it Britain yes so yeah. it's quite ample against them too isn't he or do you play J- or do you play Jamesy then well if, he, if Tom Davis doesn't play in this game when's he ever going to play because this is Swansea flounders in the bottom half of the league playing awful mm. No giants in the team. Yeah. If I he think, doesn't play in this game, uh, you'd bite him off for the season. I think he definitely comes off the bench at some point. Why not start him, Greg? I, I think there's an inherent conservatism in, in young players when it comes to Koeman's approach. But it went against Chelsea for the last 20 minutes, though, wasn't it? No, start, you asked me why not yeah, start yeah, yeah. him. So I think we didn't start Stamford. Yeah, did he? So, I, him on, so if obviously he thinks he's yeah. good enough to, to play 20 minutes. Well, obviously why it, it, the game team. was lost when he brought him on, just as I hope the game will be won when yeah. he brings him on on Saturday. Yeah. I, do I think he'll start him? No. Do I think he should? There's certainly a shout, but we've just said yeah. it. Yeah. I'd love to see him start. Mm. But unfortunately, I can't see Koeman going down that road. Does, does the Chelsea game as well change the way he looks at the goalkeeping position? 
Then maybe had a big yeah. conversation before we the Chelsea game, didn't we? Like, yeah. I think Robles should start. He's done nothing wrong in the previous game and then got dropped. And then this is what happens. Yeah. Players get complacent because they, they guaranteed shirts and they go, whatever I do here, I'm getting a shirt. And then that's what happens. I wouldn't. I'd keep Stecklenburg in. So what message are you sending out then, Phil, again? So someone who can just play Pauline. and get Stecklenburg's better than Robles. Is he? Yes. Judging by this season? Yes. Do you think so? Yes. I think we should, there's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should have a separate podcast each week. The the the, the Stecklenberg versus Robles podcast. Oh separate my word! No, for as many very many yeah. shots that Stecklenberg <laughs> saved us this season on points. I, the opposite side of it, I bet he's cost us a few as well. He did at Stamford Bridge. He was very poor. Yeah. The first, at least the first two. I'd say so. When, I'd I'd start Robles myself. Baines obviously comes in. So, <laughs> yeah, would you play him straight well, off? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. shout. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking because of the injury and stuff. I don't know whether. Yeah. I don't know how much. Even our fifth, Phil. I'm just thinking because competitive football, I don't know. Do you, because it's been a hamstring injury, he's had a setback already. Yeah. Do you just Jurist. say, let's just ease you in? Because yeah. no, I, I don't want him to play on on Saturday. This is it. And I, and then we find out after the game yeah. he's had a setback. He's out for another three weeks. Yeah. Uh, half fit Baines is better than the fully fit. Since the start, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so yeah. Since the start of last season, Baines has missed half the Premier League games, and I'm certainly when you have a look at that, there's been times he's come in the team and come out again yeah. uh, because That's he's not been fully fit managing his injury yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, I suppose on that theory as well sorry maybe I'm contradicting myself by playing James McCarthy from the start Yeah. can we afford to throw him right in Tom Davis's case is getting a lot somebody ask him Martin and Roy whether James can play for yeah, us Roy, what do you think? <laughs> so centre halves Williams and Jags, if he's yeah. like sobered up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only joking, only joking. Well, well yeah. Maury's only getting back tomorrow, isn't he? Yeah. Friday, Williams so I don't Jags. think he's, yeah, I think All he's in the state. Right back, Seamus. Yep. Yeah. So we sort of not decided. I assume we're playing 4 2 3 1 on there. Saturday. I'll go four two three one. Yeah, for simplicity, that's all. I'll go into three four three mode in a minute. Yeah. No, no. So, so then we've yeah, got like the back gospel. Yeah, it's it's Rissa and I play Davis. Me. So there's a few there's a few options. They're not great shakes. We're not playing McCarthy. against. I say play Tom Cleverley. I hate to agree with Phil, but I do. You hate to agree with me. You look Why with would me. you play Tom Cleverley? <laughs> what, what are you getting out of playing Tom Cleverley? Because I'm in the field role against Swansea at home. Well, and you've would... already got one defender, defensive midfielder. Well, would you, would you, you're going for Davis, Davis, yeah. Uh, what are you saying, McCarthy? <laughs> it's good question. I go, what... I'd, I'd, I'd go with she, I'd go, I'd go with Seamus McCarthy. I'd go with uh... Seamus McCarthy. <laughs> what a play that would be. Where would you give him back? What's his position? Yeah, yeah. But John Coleman, John, John yeah. Coleman. Yeah, James Coleman's not very good. Uh, I've gone ready. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd go with uh, McCarthy. Um, you see, yeah. I, I sort I think, of would probably think yeah. McCarthy would be the one who should come in. But my concern, as Phil said is that with their injuries, it's been proven that they have been, albeit sure. not always by us, in McCarthy's case, it's his country, rushed back. It's what You've just got to trust the medical team and Koeman, and so far he's been quite responsible not to take that risk, haven't okay. you? But, so I wouldn't Fair be... Any... Play, I, I, the only reason why I'm so adamant to play Davis is that we're playing Swansea City. But can no, you are not playing Manchester City, we're playing Swansea I know, but, City. Uh, well, I, I, I know we are, but can you afford to take that approach to, to a Premier League game? Of course you are, because he's good enough. 
You've seen the lads good enough. And for me, I think it gives every all the fans a boost as well. Going to the match Saturday afternoon, Davis is starting. Yeah. Cleverly's on the bench. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If McCarthy's on the bench. Oh, go ahead there, lad. That's what you want. Yeah. I think it gives the whole team a boost. That's a fair shout. They certainly agree, but you say it's not if you want to start in one game. Before Christmas, then that's, it that's certainly the makes game the game to, to, before yeah. kickoff a massive lift, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it goes to show if we've got up and coming games coming up, big games where the likes of a guy is injured or I don't know McCarthy's in, suspended or whatnot or Barry. Now that gives him Davis. What would you rather do? Throw him in then against the big inner Merseyside derby. Now you've got okay. a chance to put him into the team. I think it's a it's a prime Fair example shout. to do it. Okay. So what about moving? All right, so we've got the two. We'll be sort of settled on the two in the middle. I don't think we have really. I think uh, I've been on voters on Davis. No, 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 you, no, you, no, I don't think you have. Because it's a good uh, impassioned play there. Yeah. So then go to like the other favourite part of the team selection, oh. which is the three behind. Just throw it in the Rob. air and see how it lands. Um, Kieran Dal. <laughs> we, we presume that Balassi is like a sort of given nailed, nailed on, yeah. which then leaves like two of the others. So. And we don't want to talk about Ross because we, well, that's a separate pod each week. But, but is Ross sort of staying in the team? Yeah, staying in the Ross team. stays in the team, yeah. So then it's sort of down to what? Dale Feu, Morales, Stroke Lennon, Stroke, whoever's left. I think um, you play rock, paper, scissors with the three of them. Say, yeah, whoever wins gets a share. Let's <laughs> none of them. For argument's sake, let's give Lennon a go. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. Say Lennon. Yeah. And I don't know, Ross isn't just a final. Yeah. Lennon, the last Everton player to score against Swansea, by the way. So, oh, so that's Go ahead, Gav. And who's yeah. up front, Valencia? Who? <laughs> 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 yeah. Give Rom a rest, yeah. 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 So, big yeah. one. Uh, just uh, one final point, going back to the point about Rom we started, and I was going to mention that I forgot is uh, one thing I, I like about. I'm confident about it by fans look at Rom as people accuse Evan of being small club, small time mentality and settle they are quite happy to settle the middle of the table. As Tony says, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's a not great strike, but he's top strike, he's covered by a lot of clubs. But he still gets a lot of stick off Evan fans who he should be doing better, which shows you like that. The fans still expect the highest the standards of like, you know, the, no, 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 it's not good enough to have like, oh yeah, we've got Rom, we don't mind how he plays, we've got Rom. Gav would have Messi like, and you're still fan, yeah, fans, fans would still more. Yeah, but that's good, that's good. Mm. In, 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 if, 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 if he's not trying, I think that's good. And I think it, it's a good reflection on Evan, the, the culture and, and the standards of Evan supports is that actually, yeah. it's still not good enough what he's doing at the moment. He should, on occasion, mm. should be doing better. And I think um, you know that reflects well on like the, the, what people expect, and, and that people aren't don't want to see mid-table players. They want to see top players playing well. Definitely, the ambition you know? is certainly yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully, it's at then at every level of the club. So it is time for predictions. Obviously, Tony, I'm going to start with you because you're going to say five 0 to Everton. It's only Swansea after all, isn't it? Three one Everton. We'll concede. Yeah, I think we'll concede, but we'll we'll win. Okay. That was up your sleeve, that wasn't it? Well up your sleeve. Just say, hopefully nobody's reviewing the tape of our Chelsea predictions at this stage. They've been deleted from the files. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, 3-0 to Everton. No conceding goals. No, No, I agree. 2-0. Just to be different, I was going to say 3, but I think 2-0. Again, I've spent the whole podcast copying off you, really, but (laughs) yeah, they should beat them handsomely and I think we'll always got to concede a goal in us 3-1 copying there you go so everyone worryingly positive but no we should be obviously go out there 
beat Swansea and we can all be uh, optimistic and bright-eyed when we do the uh, Monday review show next week.